plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed. Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today's episode, as I promised, is going to be dedicated to a new book that we study on Food School podcast. The book is Metabolic Autophagy, Practice Intermittent Fasting and Resistance Training to Build Muscle, Promote Longevity by Sim Lund. I believe he's from Estonia. Uh, he has amazing blog, uh, social media, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram with a lot, a lot of followers. And he's kind of like the guy who self-experiments and biohack a lot and also reads a lot and talks to educated people. And he already authored quite a few books, even though he's probably in his 20s, as I remember. Uh, anyway, he takes topics such as autophagy or intermittent fasting or um, keto diet, and he dives deep into practice, into self-experimentation, and into available science of all of it. By the way, guys, if you don't know what metabolic autophagy is, don't worry. This episode is all about basics. Metabolic autophagy or autophagy 101 or autophagy for the fifth grader. So you don't need to know a lot about anything. You don't really need to know a lot at all. <laughs> you just need to be able to understand um, simple English words. So autophagy. What is autophagy? Autophagy is a metabolic process during which cells disassemble and remove their dysfunctional components. So our cells are kind of like a separate living organism inside our body that is that complex system system of different cells living and functioning together to support their common goal of keeping us alive. So autophagy is that process that all cells do that helps them to that helps them to repair, to do self-repair. Um, our cells have different organs, just like our bodies do. And uh, throughout their lifespans, our some parts of the cells 
stop functioning properly. So our cells need to disassemble them and assemble new parts uh, if they want to perform their function properly, keeping us alive, healthy, and happy. So autophagy is a necessary and really a must process for any healthy cell. And our lifestyle these days actually interrupts or doesn't allow this autophagy to happen the way it was designed to happen. And well, first, before we talk about why it happens and what you can do today to help autophagy to happen, why why should you care about autophagy, right? Well, some of the many benefits of the autophagy process is reduced inflammation. And we, as we all know, and you probably have heard, silent inflammation or constant increased levels of inflammation are underneath almost all the diseases, especially degenerative diseases that our modern society has. So with autophagy, you get such benefits as reduced inflammation, improved immunity, prevention of um, genetic stress, anti-aging, suppression of cancerous tumor cells, and elimination of different pathogens, so basically different viruses or bacteria that can harm our body and our well-being. Um, compromised autophagy pathways will lower the body's ability to eliminate and heal the organism from inflammation, accumulation of toxins, and parasitic infections. Inability to cause autophagy makes rats fatter, less active, have higher cholesterol, and impaired brain function. So we use a lot of rats, a lot of mice in our lab tests to to test a lot of different hypotheses when it comes to health, when it comes to metabolism, when it comes to longevity. Uh, a lot of it because uh, it's not as simple to do in humans. For example, to properly uh, to properly test and measure autophagy, it's impractical at the moment in humans, in alive humans. So uh, what you also want to understand, um, when you read about anything uh, claiming to improve autophagy, increase ent- autophagy mechanism, uh, nobody can really say that with 100% certainty about humans. It just we know that uh, certain things like, for example, uh, not eating or fasting in most organisms, I mean, in all organisms that we have studied so far, in all the cells that we studied so far, they do increase autophagy, they, they do improve autophagy uh, mechanisms. So even though we cannot really um, test and measure autophagy directly in humans at the moment in real time and say with 100% certainty that if you do this, it's going to increase your autophagy and you are in the state of increased autophagy. We cannot really say that. But again, from all our experience in other organisms and in cells, uh, in a petri dish, we can say that certain things are more likely or less likely to increase and improve autophagy. Um, so we figured out what autophagy is. Again, it's a metabolic process during which self disassemble and remove the dysfunctional components or basically when self self repair themselves. And as you can imagine, any process in your body that involves cells, that basically everything, 
does need to be able to do that process of self-repair on a regular basis. Otherwise, you'll end up with old dysfunctional cells that accumulate, that function improperly, and you're going to end up with a lot of different diseases and dysfunction and for sure, you're not going to be happy or uh, fit or high on energy. So it's very important to keep your autophagy going. And as far as we know, any nutrient consumption can diminish autophagy to some extent. So you might hear that, for example, low-carb diets or keto diets uh, create the state of I don't know, almost like permanent autophagy, but it is not true. Any nutrient consumption can stimulate certain pathways in our cells that diminish or stop autophagy completely. And you also want to understand that autophagy is not the process that happens on the same level at the same time throughout our whole body. Again, autophagy starts on a cellular level, and usually um, some organs uh, go through autophagy to some degree, some organs go through autophagy to, you know, to maybe a lesser or bigger degree, and maybe in some organs and tissue, autophagy doesn't happen that often at all. Um, Like it seems, for example, uh, brain uh, doesn't have those simple autophagy mechanisms that we can talk about when we talk about other cells in other parts of our bodies. But again, what we can say is that amazing process of cellular self-repair doesn't really um, happen that efficiently when we um, when we consume any kind of nutrients, even though it is proven that, for example, consuming protein-rich foods uh, or consuming carbohydrate-rich foods will uh, stop and diminish autophagy much more than, for example, pure fat. Um, so if you're, if you want to increase autophagy self-repair and, for example, at the moment you're working on increasing or improving your longevity, then maybe, you know, a spoon of coconut oil in your coffee will not do as much um, damage, quote, a quote, uh, to your autophagy. And sorry, guys, for my voice still under the weather a little bit. So uh, my pronunciation sometimes can be off. Anyway, so fat, a uh, small amount of fat seems to not cause uh, as much um diminishing or it doesn't stop autophagy as much as, for example, taking protein or um, carbohydrates would. And then again, you know, uh, if you're on a low-carb or keto diet, taking protein might not be, uh, might not affect autophagy as much as is if, for example, you are on a high-protein, high-carb, high-fat diet or basically eating whatever, whenever. Um, but again, any nutrient, it seems, can diminish autophagy to a degree. And we also know that pure fat is almost sure bad induces a lot, a lot of autophagy and is probably the um, best state you want to be in at some point uh, in your life. Uh, you want to practice fa- fasting regularly. Uh, and of course, the regularity and the length of your fasting should depend on your goal and where in your life you are, like your health, you know, how old you are, what you do, um, how metabolically healthy you are. Um, anyway, so when it comes to autophagy, any nutrient seems to diminish it. Uh, and uh, Nutrient restriction is 
one of the best ways we are aware of to uh, improve your autophagy mechanism to induce or start your autophagy. Uh, also, for example, when you exercise in a fasted state, so uh, it doesn't have to be in the morning necessarily, but it does have to be after overnight fast before you consume any nutrients, probably any significant nutrients. Like again, if you maybe have like a spoon of coconut oil, it's not going to interfere with the process that much uh, as you, if you would have a full meal comprising of uh, a lot of different nutrients. So fasting is the best way to induce and increase, improve uh, autophagy, right? And uh, I want to, again, repeat myself here and tell you that no diet or no um, individual nutrient consumption does not guarantee you uh, a state of autophagy as much as pure fasting does. What I mean by that is some people in keto and high-fat and low-carb community think that as long as they don't consume a lot of carbs or, you know, maybe zero carbs or whatever, then their autophagy is automatically elevated. But, uh, or if you are in a state of ketosis and burning most of your energy uh I mean, getting most of your energy from ketone bodies, um, products of fat metabolism. So if you're in a state of ketosis, it automatically means that you're in a state of autophagy. But no, guys, you can burn fats, you can be in ketosis, but you can be not not creating the state of autophagy. And that happens when you eat a lot of calories, uh, even if it's pure fat, guys, if you eat thousands of calories of fats, or, you know, even a thousand of calories of fats will not allow your autophagy to happen properly. You're going to be in ketosis burning a lot of fats, but you're not going to be doing a lot of cell cellular repair very efficiently. And of course, as I said, uh, proteins and carbohydrates, especially processed carbohydrates and especially um, protein or certain amino acids like leucine, uh, stop autophagy the fastest. Uh, And also, uh, you want to understand that um, eating a higher carbohydrate diet, especially if it's diet uh, consisting of diet uh, where you have mostly whole foods, you can be on a high-carb diet and still experience autophagy. It just, um, you have to fast more often or you have to reduce your calories and be in a calorie deficit. But guys, what stops autophagy and is kind of like a real killer, and that's why a lot of people these days uh, appear to have some problems with proper autophagy functioning and metabolism mechanisms. Um, So what happens is people start eating all the time. Like people snack till they go to bed almost and they start eating or consuming some nutrients in the form of milk in their coffee or milk and sugar in their coffee. Even that stops autophagy, guys. Uh, First thing in the morning, so uh, in between, and they sleep maybe for six, seven hours because uh, a lot of people do not get enough sleep, right? So all that snacking stops autophagy 
like nothing else would. And you can be on a keto diet, you can be on a low-carb diet, you can be on a high-carb diet, you can be on a vegan diet, a vegetarian diet. And if you snack all the time, that basically kills your autophagy and you're going to be getting more degenerative diseases, uh, you're going to be getting uh, more infections, you're going to be getting uh, less uh, recovery and you go, and your inflammation going to increase and you're going to get more wrinkles at the end of the day and your gut health is going to be compromised and your brain function going to be compromised because your brain also not going to be able to do proper detox that it does every night if you eat properly and fast properly. Um, so the most important um, takeaway from today's that you, I want you to start acting upon is stop snacking. Have two, three meals, uh, probably the best way to increase and improve your uh, autophagy mechanism is to um, have at least 14-hour fasting window and eating your food uh, no more than in 10-hour window. Eight-hour window is even better. And if you really want to work in your autophagy, then maybe having one uh, meal a day for some time might be really beneficial for you uh, to improve those autophagy mechanisms without necessarily counting carbs or counting uh, calories or anything. Uh, if you fast for, let's say, like 20 hours a day and you have one meal a day, you already will help your body to uh, induce that autophagy and get more of it no matter what kind of diet you do after that. And especially if in that fasting window, you train more. Uh, so guys, from today's episode, to recap, you want to understand when you hear the word autophagy, what autophagy is, and basically it's a cellular mechanism of disassembling uh, and remove dysfunctional parts uh, and then of course creating new ones for which you need good quality nutrients. But autophagy Autophagy is a metabolic process during which cells disassemble and remove their dysfunctional components. And the best way to induce start autophagy to improve and increase it, we know of, is restricting your nutrients. And any nutrient consumption can either diminish your autophagy or stop it completely. And if you're constantly snacking, then this is like the best killer for autophagy and you're going to uh, age faster, you're going to increase your inflammation, you're going to decrease uh, your gut health, you're going to increase the possibility of cell of cancerous tumors um, appearing in your body and staying there. Uh, and also your body will not be as good at fighting pathogens and infections. So autophagy is very important for every human being. And almost like so many people these days are faulty of just eating, snacking all the time. And it doesn't matter, guys, what you're snacking on. You might be snacking on a piece of fruit, you might be snacking or on, um, I don't know, a piece of lard or, or um, huge bulletproof coffee or or, um, or protein bar. It doesn't matter. Nutrients diminish or stop autophagy. And if you're constantly eating, you're getting no to very little autophagy. And that means that you are aging faster, that you're going to get more diseases, all kinds of diseases, that you're going to increase your chances of getting things like cancer uh, or Alzheimer's disease or Parkinson's disease uh, and 
all kinds of undesirable things will more likely to happen if you snack all the time and it doesn't and it has nothing to do with calories it has nothing to do with gaining weight it just you um basically stop and cancel this ancient mechanism that nature worked through entire evolution to install to support health and longevity of any organism like all as, as far as I know, every organism has this uh, this mechanism installed of autophagy or cellular repair. So stop snacking, have pure meals, constrict your eating window. And by eating window, I mean eating any kind of nutrients like sweeteners, non-caloric sweeteners, whatever. Any kind of nutrition, your juices, whatever, is still a nutrient consumption. So what you want to do what or consume in the window of not eating is water, um, coffee, unsweetened coffee, black coffee, uh, even though some people also argue about even coffee, black coffee with nothing added to it. And then um, you can have teas, green tea, herbal tea, um, black tea, whatever tea you like. Uh, but again, no sweeteners, no sugar, no milk, no nothing. That is a proven way to make sure that you allow autophagy to happen properly. Um, some people also say that um, coffee might actually help to improve and increase autophagy. Again, black coffee and also things like uh, distilled apple cider vinegar also can help you to increase that autophagy. So uh, you might try to incorporate some of those. But the best and sure way is to, again, consume no calories, no sweeteners, nothing basically um, during that fasting window. So that's it for today, guys. That was our autophagy 101 or autophagy for the fifth grader. So uh, listen to it again. If you didn't catch a few things, share it with people who might be interested in learning more, learning the basics of autophagy. And stay tuned uh, next Wednesday. This is episode number one of two that's going to be about this book, Metabolic Autophagy. Today we touched on a very tiny part of this amazing book. And next week on Wednesday, we will talk more about different kinds of intermittent fasting for increased autophagy, uh, how to maximize your autophagy, how long you need to fast for that. Also, what kind of exercise and when helps you to increase autophagy. And what about, you know, building muscles and autophagy? Because um, as you might uh, guess, autophagy is breaking out of things and cells. So if you are on a journey to build the most muscles or you are someone who uh, are losing muscle mass or other tissues, then maybe, you know, too much autophagy is not a great idea for you either. So stay tuned for all of that next Wednesday and share this episode for for anyone who's snacking all the time and stop snacking yourself, guys. <laughs> so thanks again for listening. Uh, I need, to, I don't know what I need to work on my autophagy or decrease it to uh, faster get over my, uh, uh, I don't know, feeling under the weather, but I'm feeling good anyway. Uh, so guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, increase and improve your autophagy by constricting your eating window and stopping snacking on anything. Um, just have your meals and shut your mouth in between those meals. <laughs> and as usual, till next time, eat better daily.
or even better, not eat till next time. <laughs> Do a 24-hour fast for me.